I am Barrington Brennan, a counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. You're about to attend a wedding ceremony of Robert Silva and Susan Hickley. I have one question for you to ponder. Could a wedding ceremony be evidence of maladaptive traditions in your society? Walk down the aisle with me and let's find out. Walking through the door of a beautiful decorated church are two eager lovers. After the hymn and the opening prayer, the congregation is seated, waiting for their precious moments. Something is about to happen. The minister conducts the exchange of vows. Then he says, I now pronounce you man and wife. These words speak directly to our concept of marriage relationships. What am I talking about, you may be asking. It is always intriguing to me when I hear ministers commenting doing wedding ceremonies how loving a man and woman should be towards each other in marriage. They quote verses from the love passages, 1 Corinthians 13. Then the couples ritualistically recite their vows. With deep anticipation, the congregation gleefully listens to the thrilling voices, though nervous, of the groom and the bride as the minister articulates these words. You will have this man or this woman to be your wedded husband or to be a wedded wife to live together in God's ordinance in sacred estate of holy matrimony? Will you love, honor, and cherish each other in sickness and in health, in prosperity or adversity, and forsaking all others? Keep yourself only for each other, so as long as you both shall live. Of course, one can see the moment of hundreds of outer ears as everyone anticipates the words, I do. How beautiful! The excitement builds. Hearts throb until the pastor throws the bombshell. I now pronounce you man and wife. What's wrong? The pastor did not say, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Is this just a slip of the tongue? Is it arrogance? Am I just pulling teeth here, you listeners might be saying? Well, truthfully, although not many pastors or marriage officers are doing that, but I'm still hearing it, because it's deep-seated in the belief system. I can assure you that in most cases it is an expression of one's concept of who is really getting married, the woman. She becomes the bride, and the man remains the man. He does not become a husband. She's getting married to him, but he's not getting married to her, said one old-fashioned Bahamian male to me one day. Isn't that interesting? True, these husbands are not planning to be unfaithful to their marriage vows, no. At least 30% will remain faithful. Here's the problem. It centers on who is in charge. Traditionally, the word man signifies control, in charge, strength, and leadership. That's traditionally. 
Therefore, even during a wedding ceremony, the pastor attempts not to take away his leadership responsibilities. He must remain a man. On the other hand, as a way of showing the bride's dependence on a man, she is called the wife. Thus, we have man and wife. Then, to make matters worse, the woman's loving character and personality is lost when the pastor flies in the final scare tactic with the words, Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, I proudly present Mr. and Mrs. Robert Silver. Then we hear the applause. But where did the wife go? Where did the wife go? I thought she had a name. All through the ceremony, the pastor was addressing the bride directly by using her name. After the legal and religious ceremonies are over, all of a sudden she does not exist. She loses all identity. At least that is how it appears. How painful. I said at the beginning of this program that I know many marriage officers and pastors are not doing this anymore, but far too many are still doing it, and it does not present well to the understanding of what love and marriage is all about. Both the husband and wife has equal vote, equal voice, equal access, equal opportunity, and they are to love each other unconditionally. So, I now present you husband and wife. As I referred to earlier, uh, one time in arguing with a man, or he was arguing with me about the issue of domestic violence and who is in control, he was so aggravated. Finally, it as though someone pushed him in the corner. He said, listen here, my wife is married to me, you know. I'm not married to her. That argument pulled out a deep, deep concept, buried deeper than his soul, of the role of the husband and the wife. And this must change. We must put an end to this. At the end of the next wedding ceremony, when a pastor does not call the first name of the bride, let's refuse to clap. Let's be silent. Yeah, have your little protest in your church. Let's begin uh, this nationwide identity and marriage protest. No man is called to be the boss or ruler of his wife. No. He is called to be her partner, her lover, her friend, and her companion. Brides insist that you are equal in the marriage relationship, and it starts at the altar when the pastor says, ladies and gentlemen, I proudly pronounce Mr. Roberts and Mrs. Susan Silver. I know some of you listening are saying I'm making much ado about nothing, and, and really it is not. You know, our words really determine or reveal who we are, and it's time for us to review these concepts and continue to make a positive change so we can all love each other equally. Well, I'm Barrington Brennan, and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I really will be excited to hear from you. So, 
please contact me. You can contact me via WhatsApp at 242-477-4002 or you can visit my website at www.soencouragement.org or you can email me at info at soencouragement.org. I would really like to hear from you. I am Barrington Brennan, and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart.